Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We're your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we have special guests on the guest couch. Multiple guests. Yes. We have Cody Moffitt. Hey. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, you were on the Jurassic World review recently. I was. You're back for another review, Ant-Man. Yep. yep. And uh, we've also got Jared Walker on the couch, Jay Pinions himself. The illustrious Jay Pinions. Back in the house, what's up? Welcome to the guest couch. Does it feel good on your bottom again? Um, I don't like sharing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's just a little bit less comfortable. I mean, it's not a couch, guys. It's like an oversized chair that two oversized men are sitting in. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it, really, it really is not a couch, well, necessarily. Like that, but. that sounds a little weird. <laughs> I'm oh. leaned very far over. Yeah, well, that, that's true. I can see you're, you're just really trying to get away from Cody there. That is true. It is kind of like a small... This is not a couch. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a big chair. Cody's not realized the situation and he's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize how uncomfortable and how you lied to me. <laughs> you said there was going to be a whole couch? Apparently, we've been lying to the listeners. Multiple bottles of water. <laughs> I love the, the, the mental image that any of the uh, the listeners have right now. It's just this like comically... It's like a clown car <laughs> over there, totally but it's a, it's a couch. It's, there's a well, tiny look, couch. With two guys like stuffed all over the place. I looked down and I realized it's not a couch. It isn't. It really isn't. But that that's beside the point. We're reviewing Ant Man, and uh, it's kind of like whenever I look down and I realize, oh man, my pants are on backwards. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So reload it back. In Ant-Man review. We just watched Ant-Man. We're going to review that a little bit later this week. So, Chris, what have you been up to this week? Oh, this week. Um, not a lot. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, I watched the World Series. Not World Series. The All-Star Game and the Home Run Derby. I was about to say, I don't think it's October it. right now. It is not October. I did that earlier today, too. I don't or know rather, Right-tober. Yeah, Right-tober. Um, so yeah, I watched that and, uh, mm, that's pretty much the only, any, only thing I've been doing. That's awesome. I think. So there was a, there was Amazon prime day. Oh, so the, this, this that happened actually on my birthday. My birthday happened. Yes. Um, your birthday happened. Yeah. We celebrated that. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. So prime day was on my birthday or whatever. And I kept looking my eye on the prime deals and just kept refreshing the page all day, hoping that they would just get better and better as the day went on. And I didn't, I didn't end up buying anything from prime day. Like they were like, it's better than black Friday, but I really feel like it wasn't better than black I don't Friday. I think they ever said that. They said there were more deals than black Friday. Are you, mm. are you telling me that the deals increased as the day went on? I was hoping that they would because like the deals that they announced like at midnight or whatever just were not like they weren't like anything that I particularly was interested in. So it was like, I don't know. It was just strange. You, you could be right that the qua- quantity of the deals was was higher than Black Friday, but maybe the quality of the deals was not, not it. Exactly. That's what I think. Yeah. Happened. It's just maybe it was one more deal than they did this last Black Friday. Exactly. I actually thought that Walmart came out and they had uh, they had better deals than, than Amazon. No, so this, this is what I thought was hilarious was, you know, so Walmart comes out and they're like, hey, we have deals too. Come to us. And then, like, all these clothing companies, like, I started getting emails from, like, Abercrombie and Fitch and 
Forever Twenty One, and all these places like, hey, we have we have deals too. I'm like, why is everyone? Why is this a, da- a thing all of a sudden now? For the Amazon Prime, yes, thing? to compete with Amazon Prime. Supposedly, everyone started having deals. A national holiday, and everything. That's, that's all well, it's like, like if you think about it this way: it's like if we're gonna call like it, just some random day. It was my birthday, so if we're calling John's birthday the Black Friday, <laughs> the Black Friday of July, it's like, what does the real Black Friday actually mean anymore? It's like, what? What is the world? You know, it's like I don't understand the calendar man, year anymore. You're going super deep with this. I know. It's just I, I feel like just the, the term Black Friday is going to have less power if they continue it to do even these a Friday. things. No, it wasn't a Friday. It was a Wednesday. Yeah, it was like a it was like a brightly it was like a, it was like a brown Wednesday. Well, it was like a bright Wednesday. It was a summer day. I mean, they, they, all of their marketing had like a had a sun in it. Hmm. I don't know. I don't understand it. So we didn't participate in, in Prime Day. What have you been up to, Cody? Since we last talked to you uh, on when, the podcast, when did we last? Oh, on the podcast. Yeah, it was it was Jurassic World review. Oh, okay, oh. yeah. I went and saw Ant Man since then. That's there pretty you awesome. Go. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I like uh, it. I like it. Jared, how about you? Uh, I'm currently just working on a side podcast called Chris's Pre- Preschool Problems. Mm. It's going to be about you know him having backwards <laughs> pants every day and you know all the other problems <laughs> like this. You know that we'll deal with every week on a podcast. Surprisingly, is this, is this like I would a, listen. Is this a counseling session with just me and you? It's it's yeah. It's it's mainly going to be me counseling Chris and bringing in guest counselors. <laughs> Little did Chris. you know, Chris will that- have a new. Very preschool related problem G- in a very adult related <laughs> life every week. Jared has been like recording this. all of the phone conversations that you've had with him for the oh, last man. like ten years. I should have watched. And he's what put I've been together saying. a uh, a serial podcast style thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really serial. For I sure. hope the music is as ominous whenever I'm discussing <laughs> my backward pants. <laughs> Are Chris's pants on backwards? Dumb, on the way here. Find dumb, out dumb, next week. Dumb. 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 <laughs> He got attacked by a moth and screamed. <laughs> that, that, that was pretty tonight. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I feel like the circumstances are legitimate surrounding that, that were, incident. Okay, okay. So there were about 20 spiders. Yeah. I'm exaggerating. There were about five spiders all around the porch, the porch area yeah. that we were walking into. And I was pointing to Cody, my arms up in the air. And I was like, hey, look at that spider right there. She's like hanging there. And then this moth hits my arm. I don't know what's a moth, but I go, ah! Chris, that's, that's crap awesome. out of me. Chris is afraid that's of awesome. insects since we've seen Ant-Man. He's gone into his full fear of any kind of insect. He feels like they're all being controlled by someone yeah. empowered against him. I didn't know they had those powers. <laughs> I didn't know that they would work together like that and and cause things to happen. So I don't know. There's like all this unforeseen potential out there. <laughs> I love it. That is part of the Ant Man review. Yes. <laughs> that was the first mini spoiler that we threw out. <laughs> A mini spoiler. There's bugs in this movie. There, there's ant things in this in this movie. I ooh spoilers from. <laughs> <laughs> there is the spoiler clock, and it's it, it it's counting down. So we should probably get to the news. The Oh, that's good. I'm glad that you press play, record. <laughs> I was holding my breath in that gap. Why were you holding your breath because in the, I, in I the gap? Go, and then you paused me, and then I oh. shut all this breath inside. I see. I see. Uh, so, this news. We're going to be talking about... Did you say snooze? <laughs> <laughs> the snooze. The snooze is the what we sn- talk about. The snooze oh, button. Go head every day when we hit the snooze button. What were your thoughts during that day? That's what we talk about during the snooze. This is the daily snooze. This is the daily snooze. <laughs> the daily snooze. That needs to be a new segment. The button and went back to Hang sleep. on, guys. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the snooze! The snooze! <laughs> 
Alright, cool. Okay. <laughs> so let's do this right this time. <laughs> Comic Con. There's lots of trailers. We want to yep. talk about some of them. Actually, we talked about Star Wars a little bit last week. Uh, real quick, though, I wanted to get. Wait, 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 wait. Who was talking about Star Wars without me? <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I apologize. Who was talking about? John and I were. We kind of gave a preview, but let's, let's talk about it with you. Like, yeah, what do you want to talk about, dude? I'll, I'll talk about any of it. Yeah. Um, what were your uh, what were your thoughts about the behind the scenes video? Uh, the behind the scenes video was, I mean, where is it's like, yeah, you know, I, I liked it and had the same reaction that you know any, anybody would have or whatnot. But it's also, you know, it it's a produced like behind the scenes thing. Like it's like it's it's exactly what it's supposed to mm. do. It's like. You know, it's not like they just like filmed a video and they're like, "Oh man, it just came out with all this nostalgia and like music and everything." You know, it's, like, it's just like an no, Instagram like they, video. They like specifically put together a video that they're like, "Man, we could really like pull the nostalgia strings and like everybody would probably cry and it would be awesome." Um, and, it, and like I said, it, it was really you know it was a good and well put together video, but it was still just kind of like, ah, you know, I see through, I see through you, I know what you're doing. <laughs> but here. did it affect you? Um, sure, it definitely. You know, you know, you just. More so, it's just more teases. You know, you just see a little bit more. You know, you saw some more this bit of footage from here. Or yeah, here's yeah. that or some more yeah. Han Solo shots or, yeah. you know, whatnot. So you can saw a little bit of Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia. So, yep. I mean, uh, that was cool. Still still no footage of uh, of Luke to date. Not, not as for a poten- Jedi. Except for maybe potentially his arm. Not as a Jedi. What are you talking about? Well, we saw him in the video. He well, was just sitting I mean, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. He, he's done a lot of PR. Mark Hamill's been, uh, been really awesome. Yeah. It seemed like he's been really cool with all the PR stuff. Yeah. That's whenever I first kind of like started getting emotional was whenever he started talking. And mm-hmm. then by the time I saw Han Solo sitting in the Millennium Falcon, I was basically about to just sob. <laughs> I was crying. I, had, I, I, had, I wasn't I had, there I had, with you. I'm just not that kind of a person. I had my wife in my arms. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching it together. <laughs> so I will go ahead and throw this out there. I haven't, I haven't actually seen it. And here's why. It's because every time that I think to see it, it's it's with a bunch of people. Wait, you haven't watched it? I haven't watched it. Oh, man, and here's John, and because it's fine. like every time it, it, it comes up, it's like you are like, hey, let me let me play this thing, and I'm and I'm like, I don't I don't want to experience this emotional thing with like the entire world. You know, it's like you kind of want it to be you know your own experience or like whatever. In my office with the lights off, right? Don't hear my Star Wars lightsaber lit up in my hand. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's all set up. It's I, I'm gonna have the Darth Vader helmet on, and we're gonna be solid. You know. Um, but yeah, so I haven't actually watched it yet, so I, I need to watch it as soon as mm. as soon as the podcast is over and you guys leave while I'm while I'm working on this stuff, I will. Well, you know you can watch there. it, John. I'm going to post it on StayInTargetPodcast.com. Boom! I'm going to look right there. <laughs> watch it right there. Whenever this posts, I'm going to I'm going to be watching it. Yeah, yeah. Did, we talked about this last week, didn't we? I'm not like making that up. Right? Oh, no, oh, okay. So no, we talked about the Han Solo uh, solo film, like the uh, oh. the anthology film. So we haven't really thought that about this. So No, we haven't talked about any yeah. of this. Let's break it down for a second. Okay, so right, break, let's it break, down. Let's break it down. Yeah. Um, so we started off. We saw some of the locations, some of the sets. Um, we saw the Millennium Falcon, right? We saw Tatooine. We saw. Uh, I think it's that Jakar. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, we, there's right. been no mention of Tatooine. You know, that's Jakku. Is that what it is? Jakku. Yeah. Is it Jakku? I think it's. I think it's Jakku. I promise you, I don't know. Yeah. It's Jakku. <laughs> and then, uh, then like the inside of some kind of like imperial something. Mm-hmm, with the stormtrooper person, uh-huh. the, the supposed captive around. Yes. And, and uh, then we did see that. And then uh, what else did we see? We saw as far as, as, far as footage, about, you saw Kylo Ren kind of get, getting out of some, you know, 
uh, assumedly shuttle Tiberian, you know, yes. type ship or whatever, walking down the steamy, you know, platform, and yes. he looks hurry and you know and mad about something. <laughs> yes, as all they, Sith have to. They made well, a, it's not confirmed that he's. Sith, that's very though. true. You're right. You're right. I'm gonna give you that there, one. There's lots of speculation about you know the you know dark Jedi and that kind of stuff. Right. In, in well, this. It, whenever you go into like the Clone Wars and things like that, they make a point to say like certain people like are not Siths or like Lasage well, Ventress was is, never like a Sith, Sith or, is a, or you know is whatever a, is an organization you know of of a certain people who it's are, a club. It's a club. <laughs> it's fairly <laughs> exclusive. There's it's only two. Pretty exclusive. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you only leave by death. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you only leave by death. But then they're well, talking Darth Maul a lot about... got cut in half, and then he like you know fell down a trash chute, and they didn't know about him for years. So you can probably leave other ways, but it's all painful, mm-hmm. all terrible ways. Which does that mean there was three for a while? No, just he he lost his spot. Somebody else bumped him. You know? Oh, oh yeah, hmm. yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> We also saw um, a lot of stuff, like behind the scenes stuff, like people in actual like physical outfits, um, uh, the trash can, like like the looking thing, mm-hmm. like you saw the and, girl inside there. And here, and here's my thing with that. And, and again, it's you know, it's cool, it's great, and uh, they're really trying to drive home, you know, oh, you know, practical effects, all right, practical real effects, sets, and everything, real, real effects. sets, and everything. And it's like, guys, hate it or not, like the, the prequels used a lot of practical effects and were shot on a lot of real sets and real locations. They were. Um, it's like I know that they they kind of try to hold that above the prequels, and I'm not defending the prequels, but it's like every Star Wars movie has had a lot of practical sets and a lot of practical locations. Um, yeah, well, I think it's just a difference of, of attitude in that. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you look uh, at the watch the special features on the prequels, and like they make a big deal about how nothing. Like, you know, I remember watching this. There's like this half an hour long featurette on. Mm-hmm. The on the Revenge of the Sith is that, is that the third one? Mm-hmm. Um, whenever they're you know uh, doing that last lightsaber battle, right. and it's like the entire thing is green screen. Yeah, like these platforms that they're on are green screen. Yeah, and yeah. Like, well, they didn't go to the lava planet to shoot that one. I don't exactly. Think. I mean, they should have gone to the lava planet, man. <laughs> I mean, I realize it's probably going to cost billions of dollars and take a really long time to get there. But come on, guys, so dedication. The, the attitude with those first films, or not first films, with the prequel films, were like, hey, look what we can do with computers, and this one's right. like, hey, look. What we can do without computers. Well, I think like I, I think <laughs> it, it just yeah. seems like a lot of fan service more to me than yeah. and like I said, it's like, even, I, I think they're doing good work, but it's like they're really just like every time everybody has has anything to say because they can't tell anything about Star Wars. Right. The only thing they could say is, "Oh, it's practical effects. It's practical effects." And yeah. Like, okay. Okay. We get it. Well, I do think like I do think like even though it is, you're right because it is it is a lot of fan service where it's like, hey, you know, uh, we're we're basically saying all the things that we know that the hardcore fans want to hear. Well, it's like, they are I, saying that, but like even though. Like it's just a difference of like what you're saying. It's a difference of uh, of messaging from the prequels, which were like, "Look what we can do with all of this updated technology." And it was like we would take someone who was standing there acting a practical effect, and then they would just replace it with a digital thing. Um, and then you know, whereas in this one, it's like they're making a point to say, "Hey, this is this is." the practical effects are cool, you know? And, and so rather than saying the practical effects that we had before, those were all terrible. And we have this digital stuff now, this newfangled digital technology. And now they're saying the opposite of that. And I, I think that messaging is important, whether it's fan service or not. So all I want is uh, pod racing. That's, that's, I loved pod racing, which one I was thinking <laughs> the other day is I feel like pod racing was heavily, Inspired by the Return of the Jedi speeder bike chase. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yep. You're I right. Like I feel like that's exactly where that origin originated uh, originated from. Sorry. Um, 
just from the whole quick reaction time yeah. going through trees, yeah. you know, you got to, you the know, the way it was shot, like the way that the shots the way that were it, laid the way out, the shots were laid out. The, even the sound of the speeder bike sounds mm, yeah. even a lot like mm-hmm. the, uh, the pod racers. There was, well, although I did think the pod race was stuff was pretty cool. Yeah. That was my but, favorite part. If, cool. if not a touch out of place, I mean, it was still re- a really cool thing. I yeah. just want another game. Like, I don't care. Oh man. And the pod racing game was top notch. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. in, uh, in every arcade that I've been in down in, in Disney world or whatever, like you walk into any arcade and they have the pod racing game, but you sit in like the pod yeah, racer huh? thing what it's awesome but that like i played it but that game did not age incredibly well like from uh from a gameplay standpoint but actually sitting in a pod racer <laughs> yeah, like wanna, in, in take, anakin's take pod racer this. it's pretty sweet because obviously you have to pick anakin's pod racer whenever you race in that thing yeah it's anakin's pod be yeah it'd be weird to be having it, a different front under it's, Anakin's pod. It'd be so like, strange to be in Sebulba's and yeah. be driving, you know, you're sitting in Anakin's pod and it's... I couldn't handle the confusion no. alone. Yeah. So, okay. No. I it's need just, consistency. Yeah. There's just a, there's just cognitive dissonance there. Um, and they also made a big point that they're shooting it all on film again. I, that, that, I see these are points that they've made before, but they reiterated mm-hmm. it and it touched my... I think it's just more so ways, clever ways for them to say, hey, we know everyone hates the prequels and we do too and we're going to try to make something better. Yeah. But, you know, PR-wise, you can't necessarily say that. Right. So I feel like that's, again, the message that they just keep trying to uh, say. Did you guys watch any of the uh, actual like, Comic-Con panel with them, you know, talking with everybody and yeah. the cast yeah. and everything? Yeah. What did you guys think of that? I liked it. I mean, it was, I mean, it's just, it's fun, man. Like, it's just... It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Did you did you uh, did you hear or at least the uh, the attempt of interviews with like Adam Driver's character? No, I don't think I got Su- that far. Super awkward, super really? super awkward, and almost in kind of like an intriguing kind like of way. Like he was in character. Oh, no, mm, or was it? Or was it like he couldn't really reveal what he what role he played or whatever? It's, it's, he couldn't talk. It's kind of much a tricky it. mix. Um, I think part of it is definitely that because he plays you know one of the most like kind of like disclosed roles right now, and right. there's not like literally nothing that he can say, him. and he. Seem kind of almost skittish about that, you know, like you know, kind of mm. like look down the table at JJ like every time, like <laughs> what do I say? What do I say? <laughs> he looks down the table to get the okay. JJ like winks at him. Said that a couple times or whatever, because like because he they, would just like not say anything. He was obviously just seemed like he was just kind of nervous and shy about the whole situation in uh, in general. But I don't know. It was it was kind of just a, a, intriguing in a way to me as well. Like I, I heard somebody compare it to like kind of the way that like Heath Ledger was in like interviews before uh, like that's the Dark funny. Night. Who's he playing? What's going on? He's, he, he's playing a a dark character. Is is it the guy with the, uh, the <laughs> yeah. broadsword yeah. lightsaber? The guy, the guy with the broadsword lightsaber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, dude, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, what what this is going to shake out as? It, you know, it'll be it'll be fun to see. I love seeing uh, everybody interacting, and while nobody can say anything. Um, it's awesome to see those characters again together and to see like th- how much cuz the world just loves it and like whenever they move everybody outside to the Star Wars concert and that sort of thing like oh, take man. everybody from that hall however many thousands of people that was and move them and walk them down the street everybody all together uh down to see a Star Wars orchestra performance and then fireworks show and they give them all lightsabers and it's just like holy cow this is you know this is gonna be awesome so i mean it, it's it's gonna be one of the biggest whether whether or not you know obviously you can't judge whether it's awesome or not yet but it's like this is gonna be one of the biggest movies and one of the most nostalgic movies of all time i'm so yeah, excited absolutely. i can't yeah handle I was, it. Uh, oh, we were, uh jerry and i were talking earlier um and i was like man like this i don't think this is probably the height of of the uh the anticipation for any movie yeah like, ever 
And it's like, and what other movie can can do that? Like, what other movie has like the the budget to be like, oh, we're gonna have an orchestra and we're gonna walk all these people down and give everybody lightsabers and have the fire? I mean, it's just like this. They're putting everything behind this that, and they're making all the right moves. And so, it just feels awesome. Yeah. Did you guys see the uh, the leaked Jar Jar footage? <laughs> No, <laughs> there's there's no leak, Jar Jar. Oh, okay. <laughs> was it? Uh, were were they burying his dead body? Yeah, I feel like he'd be very old at this point. Because no. even in the Clone Wars, he's getting old. What happened to Jar Jar? Uh, he he ended up being a uh, a senator. No, um, I mean like, did we know his fate? Oh no, is he still around? Maybe. Well, if he was in the Senate, I mean, then fi- they disbanded over fi- the over Senate. Fifty years later. I don't I mean, think he would be. Uh, that's I don't true. know the Gungan really, lifespan, though. I don't either. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I'm not, not, not sure. But yeah, you know, I, I don't think we really found out. I mean, he could show up in Rebels. They may investigate it then. Mm, but, um, that'd be interesting. I mean, they, they liked him in Clone Wars. Every, like one episode out of every season or so, they would bring him in. And it was it was a fun, like it was obviously more fun than he was in the uh, <laughs> episode right, because one. Because they, so. they, in the Clone Wars, they realize he's funny yeah. and like he's ridiculous. Yeah, and they just make, and like, they, they make, make him do, him. yeah, they basically make fun of him the right. whole time. It's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so there were also some, uh, some trailers. Let's talk about the Batman versus Superman uh, trailer. You will see it. No, mm-hmm. I didn't watch it, man. I haven't watched it either. You didn't watch it. So Jared and I, let's have a conversation okay. about this. So a lot of cool things in this. Um, we see a lot, like a lot of um, Batman's backstory and kind of like how it relates to the the first Superman film. Wait, which, Batman's backstory? Uh huh. Don't we know that? Maybe the beginning the ba- of this the ba- movie. The opens backstory up in this universe. And Batman's though. in a strange town, and he has to climb a mountain to get a blue flower. And fight Ra's al Ghul. I don't. None of that was alluded to in this. That's what I saw in this. Wait, <laughs> which trailer were you watching? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Do we see a different trailer? And before we go any further, just so you know, I'm going to start talking about things in this trailer. Are you okay with knowing that? Knowing You're them? looking at me. Yeah. So, oh, okay. um, yeah, I'm okay. I think I'm okay knowing it. Okay. So we see in the trailer. I'll post this to StayTargetPodcast.com if you don't want to know anything. Fast forward, like maybe like I don't know, ten minutes. <laughs> 25 minutes from now. <laughs> yeah. um, so, like, we kind of see, we see basically, like, okay, uh, Bruce Wayne is, I guess, in Metropolis during um, the destruction and fight with Zod. Um, you see a, uh, a building come down, and it's, like, Wayne Enterprises or something like that. They have a branch there. Like Wayne Financial Tower, Wayne, yes. I think was the word. And, uh, and you just see, like, him, like, he's just running into the smoke. It's just like, all oh, right, like I just gotta like, go go help people, you know. Like it's just like, oh man, this is Batman, and it almost feels like he's in retirement or something like that. Like that almost feels like kind of the, you know, because he they, the, did he look like he was out of breath when he was running or something? No, no but like he? <laughs> he has gray in his hair, and there's this obviously you know, his huge backstory, and mm-hmm. he kind of is looking at the bat suit for a second, like he's kind of like, you know, do I really want to do this kind of a thing, you know? Uh, Alfred's trying to talk him out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I thought Jeremy Irons' Alfred looked looked, looked kind of odd, you know. Yeah, he it's, kinda, a, it's he, a different kind of Alfred. He kind of looked like a like an indie reporter, you know, like more than more than like a butler <laughs> uh, to me. I had like this sweet vest on and these square glasses and everything, you know. It's just He's like, oh man, <laughs> Alfred stepped up his game um, dress wise for the new Batman. But yeah, I definitely think that we're you know or not think that's definitely been the projected view of the uh, of the Batman in this movie that it's very. Older Batman, you know, it's very much like from the, uh, is it Dark Knight Returns? Is yeah, that the one that yeah, is based yeah. Off, Frank uh, Miller's I, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Uh, where yeah. He's old, he's cranky, he's... Like, we see different things in the Batcave that are, like, super, super cool. We see, like, a it's an old Robin suit, 
and that says the joke's on you, Batman, hang in there. And uh, yeah, there's, it been, lots of, there's been lots of speculation <laughs> about uh, like the Joker appearing in uh, the new Batman movie. Yeah, um, I none of that was like. I think the most intriguing thing is just the fact that okay, like you know, I want Batman Begins kind of started at the beginning. Like there wasn't a whole lot to learn about Bruce Wayne. You know, from the past, I like the idea of just jumping in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, he has a ton of history here, and we don't know any of it, and we have to piece some things together. And there's already some some things to to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll, it'll definitely be a, a different take, you know, that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then be on the flip side of, or not really the flip. I guess it is the flip side of the movie because it's Batman versus Superman, right? But we've also seen just the, the progression of kind of where Superman has gone in the trailer. Yeah, and uh, you know they. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, it was planned the whole... I personally don't really think it was planned the whole time. Because, you know, you look at, like, the end of, like, the end of the Superman movie, everything's pretty, like, chill at yeah. the end where, like, everybody's just happy and not everything's fine or yeah. whatever. But then after the movie, there's all this huge fan outcry about, like, oh... The Superman destruction. De- yeah, the destruction and Superman destroyed the city and all this stuff. And, like, all the fans were so upset with just the way the end of that movie went down. Yeah. And I think what we've had is a director who has listened to that outcry and then here we have right in, going into this movie... To where people are upset with Superman, people right. you know, some people think he's a god, some people think he's a terrorist. You know, right. it's like they you know they don't really know. It's a, it's kind of like in, in a Batman type role of what we've seen in the past Batman roles, to where it's just somebody who just kind of has to do the right thing regardless of popularity of it. So I like that, which like, is uh, an interesting thing to explore for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I I'm. It's it's interesting to see them um, kind of rewrite like. Like, who knows what it was going to be before, but rewrite kind of like this overall story arc and kind of like, okay, you know, we see in the trailer like these military kind of guys with Superman patches on their arms. Like, what is this? You saw Batman fighting military guys in the desert. Yeah, with the Superman patches on their arm. Wait, what? Yeah. Like, Superman's got this army, apparently, of something. I I don't know what they are. He had androids in the comic books. I mean, we don't see their faces, so I guess they could be androids. Does Batman kill them? Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. Oh, well, we see him in the, we see him snap some one of their necks it looks like in the oh, trailer. Oh, they're androids. You think? Yeah, he does. That'd, that'd be crazy interesting. What do you think? Mm, I don't know. I mean, I I had kind of mentioned the uh like the theory to you before or whatever that it's kind of flip-flop from what we saw in Dark Knight Returns possibly where it's kind of like you had the Sons of Batman and that mm-hmm. and where you could have some kind of like Sons of Superman type mm-hmm. dynamic. Mm-hmm. It could be a little bit more official, a little bit more militarized. Um, or whatnot, but I think that you definitely could have some people who highly support Superman, yeah. even in a, even if that is a government power, and uh, that has trickled down to people who are you know under him or supporting him, or maybe you know maybe it's something that Superman is in control of, maybe not, you know maybe it's just some people who are following him regardless. Maybe he actually is their leader and has mm-hmm. some kind of input on it. Uh, we don't really know the state that it's in, but mm-hmm. it could be interesting to see. So. Is the rest of the Justice League in this? Like Wonder Woman's going to oh, be yeah. in it? Like is Martian Manhunter? Wonder, Wonder Woman's going to be in it for sure. And We see her in the trailer for like two seconds. We yeah. see her. Aquaman's been confirmed to be she in it. She looks great in the, in the trailer. The, I, I was never cool. a fan of the casting. I'm still not. The, I, I think it's a bad choice. The only thing I, I think about the uh, about Aquaman that might be in the trailer, like we see like a kid with chains like diving in the water like for a second. Hmm. Like... I don't know. Like it makes no sense in terms of what's going on in this trailer. It's just like something that flashes up. Yeah. I think Aquaman's role will be very small. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's confirmed to be in it, but I, w- I would be shocked if. I mean, how's he, he gonna was... like break into a fight between Batman and Superman with uh, a super soaker? He's like, doesn't he have like super like skin? He's like, 
No, he does. He he, he has he's uh, bulletproof. Yeah, well, he's not bulletproof completely, but he uh, he's bullet resistant. Yeah, he's he's definitely got like <laughs> the thick skin of like a uh, a crustaceous crab you or something like three that. Times like in the same spot. Yeah, I mean, like he he will he will bleed, but he doesn't bleed very easily. So it's like if, if it's like Wonder Woman, where Wolverine if like he bleeds, bleed then it's you know, it's, dude. What if they play up it's the going king down. aspect? That's what and I think. Superman's like too powerful. So, like, I kind of hope that they play it, like, where maybe he doesn't play as big a role in this one, but, like, moving into uh, the other movies that come I mean, up. Like, I could see a war with Atlantis, League. like, would be a cool idea. Like, a war between, you know, uh, the the Atlantis and all of the superheroes on the surface. I mean, that, that could be a really cool dynamic. They've done it in the comics a couple of times, um, and I think that that storyline could be really cool so i mean I, I don't know it just depends on what they do with him and how they're going to set him up um and maybe he's <laughs> caught in between this war maybe he's instigating the war who knows but i i feel like they're probably eventually gonna get there like within the next five or six movies big movies like justice league-esque movies they'll probably get to that point just a series of superman versus movies yeah <laughs> all day long superman man. versus martian man under super like until one until batman comes back around that's right. Ends it. Oh, I see. I see. Ends in Superman. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, uh, so we ha- so we have this movie, and we have Suicide Squad. Oh, that's right. That's the only movie that is in between that and the Justice League. Right. Oh, yeah. So we go, I don't remember what we were talking about. We were talking about Justice League for a second. Um, so Wonder Woman, the only viable thing, thing at least, like, um, kind of rumor that I've heard that she like she might be coming in and like just break up the fight between Superman and Batman, which is which is uh, legitimate. I mean, but I don't know. Like it just seems like so. It seems like this because of the whole like I, I'm with you, Jared. Where I don't think that they probably planned this this big universe off of the Man of Steel movie, but at the very least, not early on in the in the filming of it, but whenever you start shoving all these heroes and all of this stuff and you're trying to create like they're, they're going from zero to 60 in like nothing here. And we've mm-hmm. talked about it before. I think me and Chris have about how Marvel kind of built their thing over time where they had all these standalone movies. Then they have their team up movie. This is the opposite uh, strategy where we have one movie, then we're having a team up movie. And now then we're going to have some more like other uh, ancillary, like standalone movies. And then we're gonna have another team up movie. So it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's the opposite side. So you're going from, uh, rather than the Marvel side, which went from small to big, this is going from big to small to bigger. So I don't know. It's just it's a different strategy, and I'm interested to see how it plays out. Well, I think it's kind of interesting, like doing this reactive kind of storytelling, like like Jared was talking about, mm-hmm. putting some weird constraints on it and forcing the plot to go places it mm-hmm. might never have gone if they planned it out. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you know, it's like well, a lot of people are like, well, this is not how I view you know think Superman would be. I'm like. It's cool, like for this version, just to see kind of a weird like Superman that people don't like, you know, evil Superman. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm always just pro, just just somebody doing their take, you know. I mean, I mean, I'm all for yeah. you know holding true to this or you know whatnot, but at the end of the day, like if somebody's got a wild hair to like try something and thinks they thinks they can do something cool, I mean, I'm all for it. Yeah, or at least the attempt of it, you know, because if we're not trying to push the bounds of movie making or whatever, and we're just going to keep spitting out the same stuff every single year, then we're not going to progress at all. Right. And you're going to have a few bad movies along the way trying to do that. Right. Um, but I'm always for people who are trying to push the bounds, come up with something original, you know, mm. do do more of their kind of own ideas yeah. rather than just definitely printing out something that they know will work. Yeah. So Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Um, 
it was really kind of like it almost felt almost more like a hype reel. But we see a lot of Harley Quinn. We see Deadshot. We see them kind of like okay, well, we're getting the crew together. Blah blah blah. Um, and then we just see like a lot of shots of a lot of different things. We see like Batman in the back of Joker's car, and um, we see uh, we end up seeing Joker in the end, which is pretty wild. Like it's not like he was doing like a Heath Ledger kind of voice. Wait, so the Suicide Squad does it tie into the rest of the like yeah. Justice League? Superman? Yeah, yes. it's so all in universe. If Batman is old, if he's like older in these movies, and mm-hmm. then the Joker is quite young looking from the trailer I saw. Yeah. How's that gonna work? That's kind of. I've also thought that same thing. I mean, there's like okay, so there's a lot of there's a lot of weird speculation that is out there about like this particular universe and like I don't know I I I have that same question I have the, that question but it's like I feel like the Joker with the way he looks and how comically like insane he is anyway. Um, Who's to say he hasn't, you know, had numerous plastic surgeries? I mean, he's got the white skin. I mean, there's like there's all sorts of reasons why he could maybe look a lot different than you know, or not age the same as like a normal person kind of would. Um, I mean, I don't know. There's, do you, there's do a you lot want to know the, the 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 biggest rumor I think that I heard? It's after not a Joker. Is that, I don't. I don't. You think. don't. Okay. No, Probably no. because oh, man, it, I wanted to hear. It. Dude, I totally <laughs> want to hear. Okay. It. You can't I like will. Uh, I will plug my ears. ears. We're yes. doing the plug Here we go. Ears. Come Here on, John. Go. I'm going to uh, skip right. forward like 15 yeah. seconds in the podcast. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. So the biggest rumor is that the Joker is Jason Todd, and the outfit, the jo- the uh, Robin outfit that you see is Jason Todd's outfit. Um, oh, okay. And he becomes the Joker. And that's how he knows who Batman is. That's how he knows like all the secrets because Bruce Wayne has been like super, super secret. And apparently like they don't really in this universe, he's not super out in the open, you know, in terms of like, well, I'm Gotham's protector and everybody knows who I am dressing up like me, all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Wait, wait, wait. So doesn't, (laughs) doesn't the Joker create Jason Todd? Am I, am I mixed up on this? Um, uh, no Joker usually kills in like traditionally yeah, kills I mean, like, J- uh, kinda, Jason Todd. He kind of creates that. The keep uh, going. It's okay. I'm just I'm hood, just checking right? to see if I can rejoin, but it's okay. Keep going. <laughs> like the Killing Joke isn't that is that Jason Todd? Yeah, he yes he kills him. That has nothing. Not really. That's not really even a spoiler or anything that we were saying. No, not, no. At, John. No. not at all. No, <laughs> that part isn't for sure. Anyway, yeah. So, was there any other all trailers right. that we saw? <laughs> uh, well, first of all. Are you excited about of Suicide Squad? Uh, I'm more so just curious at this point. You know, it's it's a ways out. You've seen a little bit or whatever. Looks dark. What whatever. You know, we'll yeah. we'll see as it comes up. Yeah. I think I think my thing like with with both. Uh, the Batman versus Superman and uh, basically all these DC movies. It's the same kind of thing that you were saying, but even more more of a skeptical kind of look at it where it's like it seems like they're hitting all the right notes with everything, like all of the imagery, all of the 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 looks and things. I, I feel like they're hitting all of those right notes where a lot of it, like most fans are, are on board with it, but um, the, it's just, it remains to be seen whether or not it can be pulled off, right. you know, whether it can be done and done effectively. Yeah. Um, all right, so last trailer, it wasn't really a trailer. It was kind of like a just a teaser kind of scene. Was Deadpool? Um, I like the concept, like where it's like, okay, this is a hard R rated uh, superhero kind of thing, um, and I like you know like the the fact that like okay, he's a he's very self referential. He knows he's in a movie. You know, he says like cue the music and it starts and all that kind of stuff, and he's just super super brutal. Um, I like that. Um, 
the footage didn't really tell me anything. It's just like, hey, this is the first scene that we have done. Yeah, I mean, like from what you were saying, I didn't see it, but from what you're seeing, it's more like a proof of concept kind of thing where they're like, hey. Part of it was the proof of concept. I mean, it's like, hey, you know, that's what Deadpool's always been in the comics. It's been like some, you know, a, a frame of it. He'll like look at you, the reader, and like talk to you. Yeah. Um, and so it's, you know, doing that type of thing. I mean, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm super excited for Ryan Reynolds. I've been pulling for him. Yeah, he hasn't, it's just in life. He hasn't caught a lot. Of, he hasn't caught a lot of breaks with this superhero thing. <laughs> I wonder if they'll make jokes about that in the movie. I feel like they should. Well, well, they they did, definitely they have in the trailer already. Did they already in the trailer? Well, when they well, like he's going into like get his like suit to, like put on or whatever, and he was like, uh, just nothing animated or green. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I like it. The uh, speaking of the Green Lantern, real fast. There's a rumor that Chris Pine might be the Green Lantern. In this uh, new DC universe, or Tyrese Gibson, or both, hey, that'd, that'd be wild, dude. Have, there are so many Green John Lanterns Stewart? they could possibly bring in. It's like Tyrese Gibson, it's awesome. Would have John Stewart. Yes, that's awesome. John Stewart is the is the one from the uh, from the animated series. He's uh, my favorite. Justice League, the animated like that they had in Cartoon Network. That would be cool. He's like, one of my favorite like Green Lanterns just from that. We've been seeing a live action. Um, uh, what what was it? John Stewart. John Stewart. Yeah. Just like we haven't seen a live action Harley Quinn, so yeah. I can see them both going, you know, going that direction. I mean, if they're if they're they're seeming to go wide with these characters because they have a lot of deep cuts in like the uh, of character wise yeah. in the Suicide Squad. So it's like I wouldn't put any DC character that exists, uh, you know, out of because it's like with Marvel a lot of times you're like ah oh, they wouldn't do that character because you know it's a really small character. But I feel like DC is just reaching into this huge catalog and they're just going let's bring out everybody. I don't know, strange. But yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't preclude, or uh, I wouldn't assume that they wouldn't do that. So anybody else see anything at Comic Con they want to talk about? No, nothing I want to talk about. Nothing. Else. <laughs> Cody, Cody saw some stuff. I saw some things. <laughs> He's not prepared to share. I saw yet. some things. All right. Well, then that's the news. All right, Ant Man. It was a big movie. I'm just gonna make. Don't, don't all, do it. I'm gonna don't do. do it. Come listen, on. I'm gonna do those jokes all night long. <laughs> we saw a little movie today. Yeah, I watched a little bit of Ant Man. Oh, oh yeah, oh. all night long, guys. All right. Just, can we hear the moans? Just in, oh, not again. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so we we got done seeing Ant Man. What mm-hmm. does everybody think? Uh, obviously, we're gonna have a spoiler free version. Yes. And the spoiler clock will count down. We'll make sure everybody knows. Um, and uh, we'll give it a see it, don't see it before the spoilers up, and at the end of the podcast we'll do a number. Sorry, I'm just laying out how we do this. So here's my here's my my brief takeaway. Yeah. Uh, number one, I was expecting nothing from this movie. Your small takeaway. <laughs> I was expecting nothing from this movie, um, and I was um, pleased to find out that it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Um, it was a lot better. And so, hmm. like, uh, I was, I'm, I like it. It was, it was a good, it was a, it was a good entry, and, and it was a kind of refreshing. I think is the the adjective that comes to mind. So you guys go, and then I'll, I'll, I'll I've got some thoughts. Chris, fast forward twenty years down the road, are you going to pop in Ant Man and watch it? No. All right. <laughs> that's that's my short review on the Cody. <laughs> Cody. I will watch Ant Man when it comes on. <laughs> when it comes on to TNT every day, just, for day. Spite. just like he sees it on, and he's like, "Jared, I'm watching it now." Jared said I wouldn't watch it, and I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> no, I liked Ant Man. It was an enjoyable movie. I had low expectations, and uh, 
it blew those low expectations out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I had the same sort of experience where I, I went in not knowing, like I watched the trailer. Like, so here's where we sit with this. You, everybody knows, and I've said this on the podcast numerous times. Uh, so if you're if you're not new, then you know this. I don't watch trailers, or, or immediately whenever I know that I'm going to go see a movie. I stopped watching the trailer. Yeah. I never stopped watching the trailers for Ant-Man. Mm. Like it was never like whenever, whenever I watched it, I was like, yeah, this looks amazing. I'm going to, you know, it always was, I was confused about what it was. I laughed during the, some of the trailers cause they had these funny moments and it's like, I don't know what this is, but, uh, but I was pleasantly surprised as well. Um, the overall thing that I had was I was like, man, with this movie in particular, I felt like the Marvel universe, the Marvel cinematic universe has jumped the shark and that's a good thing. Like it was, it was just, it was so hearkening uh, to comic books, and it went that way more so than it went the, like the realism kind of route. And it's like you could argue one way or the other, but there were these comical elements. There are these interesting, uh, crazy cast of characters, and it's just, it just was fun from you know from the beginning to the end. Whether that equates longevity. I don't think it equates longevity. Um, do I think I would go see it again? Probably not. But you know, I, I'm I'm really glad I saw it. It's really good. I'll definitely see it again. Um, I think like what it, what it did. Let's talk about what I think it did right. I think the casting was spot on. Hmm. Um, I uh, I really liked um, just the kind of the, the the tone they were trying to set, and I don't think it was consistent. Um, yeah, like, Marvel has this thing where like. They try to make everything still feel real whenever they're doing this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But so then it just makes things like comedy feel out of place. Mm-hmm. And um, if if you look at um, like this movie in terms of Edgar Wright and um, his movie uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, what if this movie had been done in that style? Yeah. Then I think all this humor fits better. I think it feels like way more like okay, this is. This is a super super niche kind of thing, but it's hilarious and it's done super super well. Yeah, um, and it felt like they're trying to bring in you know like a lot of touchy emotions, and it's like right in the middle of a montage, and it's like this is kind of weird, and, you know, like yeah. just things like that where it's like they're trying to ground this in reality too much. Like just let yeah. this be a fun movie. Well, yeah, and it's and the, you know mentioning the uh, the the more touching moment or the, the attempts at more touching moments here, you know, there were some that actually hit, but they happened so often that it's like every single one was lessened by the mm-hmm. next one, you know, cause it's like every other scene, it felt like, Oh, we have a, we have a visual gag. Then we have another touching moment right. and we have a visual gag and then we have another touch and we have another reveal with another, you know, Oh, you're supposed to be shocked in this time or whatever. Yeah. And it just, by the end of it, by the end of, I guess, uh, act two, you're kind of feeling um, kind of worn out by a little bit of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think what I felt worn out by was the fact that there were weren't really any, tra- any transitions between these scenes. Like it's like, well, this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. And it's like, what in the world is going on, guys? This is just so fast. And uh, look, granted, I feel I feel that a lot of times, you know, like during Scott Pilgrim versus the World, but it's done in such a stylistic way that mm. Edgar Wright can pull it off. Whenever Edgar Wright gets pulled off of this movie, it's like, well, this is gonna, yeah, you know not kind of be a shadow of what it could have been. I feel like you guys aren't talking about a movie that you guys just said that you really, really enjoyed, though. No, You you guys said you really enjoyed a movie, then you instantly went on to talk about how not very good it was. So this is true. Wait, what, what, what's your guys so here's here's this? the things. Let me let me lay out what I actually yeah. really enjoyed about the movie. And like the the heart of this movie to me um, was the comedy aspect of it. Like was was the fun. It was just there was a lot of. Uh, 
a lot of ridiculous situations that they were put in and a lot of ridiculous things that happened. And it's, if you step back and look at it in kind of a self-referential way, it's like, this is really, this is really yeah. amusing. And it's like looking at it from that perspective, I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at it from like what, what I feel like was trying to be done with it after uh, Edgar Wright maybe got pulled off of it. I don't know where, what parts were remaining from what he had versus what, you know, the, the, the Marvel heads story guys uh, over at Marvel cinematic universe, like, phage uh what exactly part they played in everything like what big beats they had to hit like uh joss whedon's talked before about how they will tell you whenever you're writing one hey these are the four things that have to happen that we say have to happen and you have to make them happen so i feel like those the bigger things that were happening that seemed kind of forced in like these emotional moments or those things those didn't work quite as well but the humor really worked i thought the music was really well well done with this movie um you know i like everything about like the the sound of this movie felt really good yeah um and then i liked the visual style and i like like you said the cast was really nice as well i i uh evangeline Lilly did a really good job paul rudd did a really good job i mean it's it, the whole cast was was well done too so i like the fact that it was kind of a caper movie yeah kind of like okay we're just yeah. we're we're uh we're breaking into places you know and that was pretty cool I also liked the uh, whenever the dude would like tell you, you know, talk, give him the rundown of what the what the job was. It would start off on this like Ocean's Eleven kind of a, a bongo, you know, and, and he's explaining, <laughs> right. and then it's like, no, 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 that's not the information I needed. <laughs> Want the other stuff, and he goes back into it, you know. It's just like those moments made made the movie for me. So those are the parts that I didn't expect. I don't know, you know. <laughs> I liked Hank Pimp's character. Yeah, mm. nice. He's supposed to be more of a jerk. I'm told. But uh, that's true. Uh, in the comics, I mean, I think he's a pretty like a a pretty big like antihero kind of guy. So, yeah. Jared, usually you're a stickler on the uh, the humor in these Marvel movies. How did you feel like it fell? Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, you know, we knew what we were going into. I mean, you knew it was a very comedy oriented movie. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously, typically not not a huge fan of that kind of stuff. I think that some of it can be done tastefully, some of it can't. My my problems were more so just with, uh, I mean, it, it was like I said, it was a fun, entertaining, mm-hmm. you know, general. You could go and not regret spending that two hours watching that movie mm-hmm. type thing. Um, but for me, it was that nothing, I don't, or nothing is a strong word, but I feel like a lot of things didn't stand out. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's like I did kind of like that it was kind of a heist plot, but it was just a very cliched heist mm-hmm. plot. Mm-hmm. It was the very, just the same dynamic. You got, the, here, here's the how you do a heist plot. Mm-hmm. You know, you looked it up in the dictionary and then you made a movie off of exactly what that, well, you got four guys and mm-hmm. you got your, your guy that's doing the air and the guy who's driving the car and the guy that breaks in and says, I'm in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, like, it's, <laughs> it's, it was to- totally, and I feel like kind of the same way with the characters. I mean, yeah. sure, Paul Rudd did a good job of playing the same Paul Rudd that we've seen in Parks and Recreation and the same mm-hmm. Paul Rudd that we've seen in any other comedy, just kind of the lovable idiot, you know, kind of character. And it's just like, ah, cool, it kind of worked for the character, but... You know, nobody's really pushing the bounds mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, doing something really interesting. You know, it, mm-hmm. it just seemed like another thing that, yeah. that came out to me. Yeah. I thought the movie had interesting implications. For the Marvel I, Cinematic Universe? But we can't cover that We yet. can't talk about oh, that well. No, we can't. <laughs> yes. So the spoiler clock, are we all, are well, we ready for, to say First of all, this? should people go see this movie? I, I think you should. It was yeah, fun. I liked it. I say yeah. if you've seen like most of the other uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, absolutely you should go see this movie. 
I liked it better than most of the Marvel movies. If you if you see a if you want to see a fun summer romp, go see this movie. There it is, a fun summer romp. Cody or uh, Jared, what do you what do you say? Go see I it. I mean, I've given my dollars to every Marvel movie to date, so I mean, I, I can't really tell you not to go see it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Would you Our... keep feeding the machine? And the spoiler clock is winding down, folks. So yes. if you don't want to be spoiled. Then turn it off. Jared said he was oozing spoilers. He so. is, I, and uh, it's about time for those to just overflow right now. Uh, and so everybody, turn it off if you don't want it. In three, two, one, throw out a spoiler. Ant Man shrinks. <laughs> All right, uh, I like cool. it. I like yeah, it. So yeah. uh, so Ant Man shrinking. Yeah. Mm. Um. So. Let's talk about the larger cinematic. What would, we, what would you say as a spoiler? Yeah, what I was going to say was I think it was kind of weird that Hank Pym broke a guy's nose in 1989. Hmm. 26 years later, the first thing that he says to that guy is in reference to that broken nose. That hmm. just seemed like, yeah. It's a deep grudge. It is. It's, it, it was odd, but was, I liked it. because it was, it was a very nice line that they wrote in the studio is, is, what, is what it was. It was, it was, it was a very nice – because it's just uh, – come on. I mean, so, that's not going to be the first well, thing. Yeah, so, the first thing that you say 26, know, almost though. 30 years later, how's your nose? Well, it's yeah, like he's the last nose. thing he did. He said, how's your face? It's just like – so we're, I, well, my immediate thought was like, man, we're just like all over the face jokes. So it's like your face – yeah, I mean, I, I like I I see what you're saying, but like I, I also mean, thought I also most thought of us that in this room have not even lived that's right like 26 years or have lived around that amount of their life, but but then that entire amount of your life, and then you still have that same exact oh yep, gotta ask that guy that whole face singer as soon well, as I it's see like he him, had just know? gotten insulted, and so it was like the only thing he has over yeah. this guy is that at one point in their in their relationship he had broken his nose, and mm-hmm. so it's like I think that, that that's like whenever you're grasping for straws, the one thing that you're gonna reach for is the one one thing that like yeah, you yeah, can yeah. reach for. He hates this guy. He couldn't. He didn't have anything else <laughs> over him. And he loved his nose. It, he hates this guy, and he loves remembering when he punched his nose. Yeah, Is that yeah. hard to believe that you'd but, forget? He like, probably goes to sleep every night laughing because of it. So yeah, yeah. it's like ah. How did they do years. that scene? Like, was it all computer or was it makeup? Like, when they're all young. And they, uh, they didn't look young. They, <laughs> they looked mean, old. I don't know. I, but they looked younger than they I did mean, later. Movie magic. I mean, make, make movie up, magic. Make, they sprinkled some movie magic uh, on them. <laughs> make up in CGI or whatever. I mean, the side note spoiler is that the first scene is from 1989. And, uh, you know, I actually thought that scene was actually a pretty cool scene. They first shot it scene? in 89. That's how they did it. <laughs> what are, what's the spoiler? We went and what's saw Ant Man earlier today, Chris. Yeah. The first scene of that movie. Which do you what remember was the first the, scene? It was that scene in 1989. Yeah, the one was, back then. Yeah. With, with, with Howard Stark. Ta da, there was which, the spoiler. It, which it wasn't the. Uh, it wasn't the Howard Stark oh, that we know. I th- okay. Like it was. It was. Uh, what's his name? It wasn't Dominique Cooper. It was. Uh, it was the other guy. Uh, let me see. Because Dominic Cooper has always been the uh, past version of oh, Howard Stark. The, about the young senior. guy from from Captain America. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, they're not going to use the guy from the forties uh, to do the nineteen eighty nine. Yes, but like they aged sequence. up. They a- aged up Peggy Carter. Uh, who's the same? And so, like, I just assumed that they would use Dominic Cooper and age him up too. So they didn't I don't age know. Up to the eighties, though, to the late eighties, didn't they? She was there. No, oh. she wasn't in the. She was in the current the flashback. Day, or she was in the flashback. Whenever, uh, whenever we went in the very opening scene, she was there. 
She was holding him back from punching him, and uh, like. Oh yeah, I, I, I guess that was. The, in I this was, movie, yeah, yeah in this movie, it was Peggy, Peggy Carter. Carter. Yeah, it's Peggy Carter. She was really old. See, I'm already gonna go see this movie again because I don't remember half of it. Apparently, <laughs> she was really old. But like, I was just surprised that they didn't use Dominic Cooper. And it's like, and and especially like whenever they used um, what's his name, uh, John Slat, yeah, Slattery from they, from Mad Men, because he's a very. Um, He's a very distinct way that he delivers lines and things, and so it just... I think they just wanted it to be someone who looked more like uh, the Howard Stark that we saw in the first Iron Man and the flashback scenes from that, which uh, would have been from the 80s. And yeah, they yeah, wanted yeah. it to be someone who looked more along lines of uh, that kind of old pencil mustache yeah. Yeah. style. Yep, that was uh, that was a different actor, too. That was, uh, let me see... Actually, John Slattery played him in Iron Man 2, played uh, Howard Stark Sr. in Iron Man 2. So, so there yeah. is there is some, uh, some there. That's so. the link. I really yeah. loved how this fit into the larger Marvel Universe. Okay, so one of my biggest problems with Captain America, the Winter Soldier... Uh-huh. Was the fact that he didn't like, hey, maybe I should call Tony, see what he's up to, yeah. see if he can help me with this world ending problem. Yeah. Well, they solved that in this movie. Yeah. Well, and he's like, I think we should call the Avengers. And, and he's like, no, I, I don't want to give it to another Stark. You know, like, right. yeah, it makes sense. That. I also liked how, you know, I think my other, you know, thing with Captain America is like, okay, yeah, this is a world ending problem. Like, if this, if this ends up going off, it destroys the world. Whereas this was not. It's like, right. okay, this is a very Ant Man sized problem. It's a very small problem, you know. For that, Ant Man should like handle on his own. He doesn't need you know other other people. You yeah, know? I'm like I like that. Um, I liked how it tied into Hydra. I liked that this mm-hmm. is you know this is Hydra now, and so it's like after even after everything, um, Hydra is still a threat. Hydra even in the cinematic universe is still a threat to, to people. So it doesn't feel so much like um, the Agents of Shield show is kind of uh, the only thing that deals with Hydra because it's like after after Captain America, it was just like. Really? And, and you know, the only bad guys we can really have on the show now are Hydra people. Yeah. And so it just feels feels more natural that this was an extension of that. It was hilarious when they showed up at that old uh, Stark um, storage That's facility. Right. And it's the Avengers training place yep. we saw in the Avengers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> that, that's probably my favorite scene yeah. in the movie, and I like the uh, I like the the fight between uh, him and uh, Falcon. Oh, yeah, Falcon. Falcon, dude, that was so much fun. Yeah. I uh, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, and it's just those tie-ins that that we were actually talking the other day, where I was like, man, I hope that Falcon is a bigger deal like moving forward in these movies. And so then he shows up, and I'm like, yes, yeah, Falcon. Um, so like, uh, yeah, I, I liked all those tie-ins and all those those through lines. It made it feel authentic. Whereas like with um. We were talking about uh, Daredevil and how like that feels very isolated. There very there aren't very many um, references to the larger cinematic universe in that show. They reference the attack on New York or whatever, but there's no evidence of it. Stark Tower isn't even in any of the wide shots uh, or Avengers Tower isn't in any of the wide shots of the city. So it's just it's it feels very isolated. Whereas this felt like. There definitely has it has that uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe blood running through it. So, in, in Paul Rudd's character, it's uh, Scott Lang. He keeps referencing like the Avengers. Yes. <laughs> throughout the, it's like, who should call them? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, guys. <laughs> it just it, I loved that aspect of it too because it felt like he was uh, being very reverent to them, and so I think that like the second string of of Avengers, like him and probably uh, Spider Man, which we actually had a reference to Spider Man in this movie. Yeah. Um, it. Like those characters are going to have, you know, this moment of like, oh my gosh, I'm standing in a room with Captain America or I fought an Avenger like he, he was. And so I think that's a very kind of, uh, 
That's what would happen. If, if any of us, kind of this happened to us, that's what we would be like. We'd be like, oh my gosh, I just fought an Avenger or I just infiltrated an Avenger facility. Well, yeah, that's exactly what it is, that the Avengers are, they're, they're superheroes to the people in the cinematic universe just as they are, you know, to us. You know, yeah. you know the Avengers role in their universes, they are that, you know, it's just like Joe College or whatever is sitting in a cafe thinks that Captain America is pretty awesome. You know, he's, 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 you know, it's like he's he's a very, you know, he's, he's a celebrity, you know, yeah, in his mind. Celebrities. Yeah, for sure. Um, Who was it that, um, at some point, they referenced the Avengers dropping a city. Who was it that referenced that? Was that was Hank Pym. That Hank Pym re- okay. referenced it when he was saying that he, well, he didn't want to no, call him in. I like yeah, that yeah. he doesn't like the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's very anti- Super anti-Avengers. Anti-Tony Stark. I think, yeah, I think he's just anti-Tony Stark. And he sees the or, Avengers or, or as just a Stark. Yeah, you know, just Stark in general. Yeah, any yeah. any Stark. Any Stark is Edward. bad. Um, yeah, and like I, that was a very believable reason for him to not do. But it's like whenever they were like, "We're not accepting your 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 two weeks or or your you know your res- resignation." Like, how did he get out of it then? I mean, <laughs> you're the, here for life. This discussion that, that they had with the well, you know no, with everybody. That, that what he he brought what's his face in you know underneath That's right. him, and then he voted him out. That's right. That's There's right. There's a hostile takeover. That's right. I didn't. Uh, yeah. That's right. I remember. Um, so, I enjoyed the humor. What do we think of just Ant Man as a hero? He's a pretty cool hero. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. he's kind of the Aladdin type. Yeah. It's true. I think I think he fits in with uh, in with all of the 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 latest Avengers. Yeah. You know, I mean, he fits in with. Uh, with the the twin, or I guess uh, now I guess we only have um, Scarlet Witch left after uh, Avengers. Yeah. Um, I guess spoilers for Avengers: Age of Ultron. Sorry if anybody hasn't seen that yet. But uh, anyway, so the uh, he fits in with that that tier of of Avenger, I think, very very well. Um, I don't know, like whenever we move into Civil War, we're bringing in all these characters, and I think like that's that's a, a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also wonder how all of these characters are going to be with each other because I know that in the Avengers and in Avengers Two, we had a lot of conversations where they're all in the same room mm-hmm. and they're all conversing, they're hanging out, and you know playing around with Thor's hammer and uh, and and just joking around with each other um, or accusing each other of things. And so I I don't know how if if they will, or how these characters fit into that dynamic. It just seems like we're bringing in a lot of characters, and unless we have a Avengers A team and an Avengers B team, then and and movies and scenes dedicated to both, I just don't know how we, you know, there's just a lot of them, is what I'm saying. You know, I, I guess it's, is he going to just get lost in the noise? It's going to be like a, a high school dynamic, like the, the seniors and the, the incoming freshmen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I definitely. I, we're obviously building toward you know um, we're gonna have there's gonna be civil war and then we're building toward infinity war and infinity war I think we'll just have everyone in it and after whatever happens in infinity war like that will pair the Avengers back down to whatever they're gonna be from that point on. Um, Wait, are they gonna keep going after that? They don't have any kind of like they're gonna. They've, will they've do announced it, but whether it's a re- reboot or whether it's you know like hey we have a different team moving forward they'll do something. I mean, I think at that point you're looking at um, swapping out like, you know, hey, who's the next Iron Man? Yeah. Or who's the next of this character? Who, you know, maybe the the B team becomes the A team for a while and then we bring in a new Iron Man or something like that. But it's I think at that point you're looking at maybe more um, 
More like what they do in the comics, where they swap people out for a minute and then they bring back other characters. So I really liked on. the uh, the action in this movie. It was really cool the way you know yeah. that they portrayed him beating up people and um, <laughs> whenever he would you know all of a sudden like grab onto somebody, he's big and then he'll go small again and all that kind of stuff. Like that was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought they. Handled I felt like it well. I felt like he could keep up with the Avengers. For sure, um, I liked the "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" moments. Like those were really fun. Whenever he's walking through the grass, or even oh, yeah. through like the carpet or whatever, mm-hmm. like it just it, it's really weird to see the world from a as like just gigantic mm-hmm. um, from that small perspective. And I, I liked that. So, um, how did we feel about his like motivate? Like, so his motivation for all this was like, okay, I want to like be with my daughter. You know, like did that. Does that feel good? It's all right. <laughs> I like your guys' reactions. I mean, I thought it, I thought it made sense, and so I thought that because of all of the, we were mentioning some of the the more emotional kind of they were trying to force into some emotion into this thing or force in these big emotional beats. I fe- feel like I'd figured out everything before it actually was revealed to us. Yeah, uh, you had figured out that, or at least I had. I'd figured out that. Um, uh, that uh, Evangeline Lilly's mother had died and had died going smaller or smaller and yeah, smaller. Yeah, we no. figured that out. We figured out that that she was, you know, the wasp or whatever. And you, I mean, all of these things you had figured out, but they tried to make a big deal about those things. And so I feel like that might have lessened the um, amount of screen time and impact that any amount of uh, heartfelt relationship with his daughter that he could have had. The The most heartfelt scene was before he went and did this big heist and, and risked his life for his daughter was whenever he, uh, he went and, and See, I you felt know, like that was just head. like super, super, like super forced. It's just Dude, like, this I is... knew that was gonna happen. Like, oh, you, yeah, you, you know, it's gonna happen. Yeah, for sure. Everything like, was obvious. It in was yeah. just so short, and there's no transition yeah. between the two. And it just felt like yeah. this is just super. Like they were like, hey, well, we forgot to show him like interacting with his daughter. Let's just film real fast and stick yeah. it in here. I think more so than anything, like at that point, like the idea, uh, because he was going to go to prison. Like if he didn't do this, he was not only not going to see his daughter again, um, but he was going to go to prison. And I think that, you know, as a motivation, like the, the, the one, two punch of motivation, I mean, you're just, you're piling a lot of things on. I'm, I'm more arguing. I don't think that they did it well. No, I agree. I agree with that for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just everything emotional in this thing was, I, I, like you said, you saw it coming, and it just didn't have the impact that it it should have or could have. The the bad guy was ridiculously, hilariously evil. Oh man! And honestly, so Marvel has a problem with like um, bad guys with their bad guys. I think. Yeah. And he was honestly one of the best bad guys we've had. Like he was. Oh, he, how, he, how so? I, I, I I'm with Jared. He reminded here. me a lot of Lex Luthor. Tell me what his motivation in the movie Is was. It just because no, I, I have no idea what his motivation was. Hmm. It was that's, that's pro- so. That's, that's so he was the generic. The- like it, I felt like he was the generic. A uh, billionaire, insane person. It's like this is this. You know, it. I okay. don't know. It I was guess, very strange. So it was just was, the money making supervillain. Right, is all, all it was. It who was like even, trying to stick it to his mentor? Aspect. Yeah, he was. That was his. That was his motivation. Yeah. He wanted to stick it to his mentor. Let me yeah, reword yeah. that. Okay, he was more one of the more compelling. Yeah. Um. Uh. Villains that we've had from like, a portrayal perspective. Yes. yes. Like I think. Uh, I mean, it, Corey Stoll did a really good job, and it's like it was nice to see him. Um. In this role, after like I don't know, I just felt like on uh, House of Cards, like because he was on House of Cards, and it's like he really didn't. 
do much for that show. I mean, like I felt like he was a good character that was underused. I mean, do much for that. I mean, he was a pretty. He was. Like, I mean, he's he was pivotal. Like, yeah, he was, he was pivotal. pivotal to the House of Cards season. spoilers. Right. <laughs> he, he was pivotal, yeah. but but I I don't know. I mean, I I always felt like he could have done so much more on that show. And okay. like, so it was nice to see him in a role where it's like he you know he was the guy you mm-hmm. know versus being you know. But I'm talking about like Ronan in Guardians of the Galaxy. That guy, like he ended up being. I mean, he was just this evil terrorist guy, yeah. and it's just like oh, all the bad guys are super know. generic. They just need to make the good guys fight each other. Well, the only one that That's, you know, like. Loki is a great bad Civil guy. Civil War. They're going to do that. Yeah, villain. that's what they have to do. Yeah, Loki is great. Um, and I don't know. I think I think he was this guy. I loved the way he was portrayed. I, yeah. it, you know, it is a shame that we actually killed him. You know, I feel like you know it would have been nice if we would just thrown him into that's a super prison somewhere and he breaks out and like he teams up with Loki or something and Loki manipulates him and yeah. this, you know that sounds like a really fun, you know, road trip movie. The dude literally <laughs> blew up a lamb. Yeah, he just multiple lamb. He killed the guy and like, turned him into goo. Yeah, yeah dude. he turned a dude into goo. And is that guy like whenever that dude doesn't show up for work the next day? Are they not going to trace this back to the to the time he went to the restroom and never no, came back? No, I was thinking about this whenever this happened. Okay, <laughs> the genius thing about that weapon is that it doesn't it takes care of the most problematic part about murdering someone is the body. <laughs> what do we do with the body? It's. I mean, they're gonna find it. You can't. Oh, what are you gonna do with it? Just turn it into goo. Wipe it away. Why didn't Flush he just down the toilet? Why didn't he just goop Ant Man? You. Can, I mean, I thought about that too while they were they were fighting. Well, I he had the know. helmet on. All it would have done was shrunk him. Oh. Oh yeah, because it was just organic material. Yeah. Because as long as you had the suit on, they didn't really explain that well. I they, don't think I, they implied I, they, it. They didn't explain the technology very well in this thing at all. Because like I also thought because she uh, Evangeline Lilly mentioned at one point, this isn't you. This is the oh, this yeah. is the seer I'm talking. And and, and until that point, <laughs> we had never seen him shrink a single bit. Yeah, like, I guess it's like, like was proximity to the yeah, serum. Yeah. Like, are we talking like is this something that is a a you know transfer? Like a a you touch it and it you know oh, I don't like, know. I just even, don't. I, it's and a it had like a shine in his eye, and I was like, I just assumed. Okay, so I guess he's probably shrunk himself before. Even Hank Pym no, was he like, it, you know, why did you stop? You're like, it changed me. And yeah, that was it. I mean, yeah. I mean, he. We didn't even, didn't even explain that. Where it's like, why don't you put on the suit, Hank Pym? And he's like, you? I mean, will it? it and, and then it's like, I feel like the, the following question is, is it going to change me too? Like, is the, Yeah, he didn't care at all. He's just like, oh, okay, cool. It's like, no, I can't. Oh, there's he didn't thing. have an option, so I guess why would he worry about it? I've only got a million times that I can shrink and then expand again, and then once you shrink, you stay shrunk or something. But uh, but I've got a, got a, you know, we've got a counter on that, right? I mean, it's just, I don't know. I think you're, you're being awfully quiet over there, Jerry. I think if at any point in your life that you wear an Ant-Man suit, and it doesn't change you. <laughs> You've got some problems there, <laughs> or any superhero suit. I think I think Superman could say the same thing. Batman's probably going to have that same exact line in the new Batman movie. <laughs> you changed, changed me. <laughs> so like when objects, so he's like super dense. So he weighs like they said he had like two hundred pounds of force in like an eighth inch, right, or whatever. Yeah, but like. If he's super dense, he's still like 200 pounds, but you could like pick him up and move him easily. And then objects that grew large from being small, they wouldn't be dense. They would be 
very light, but the, he it showed a, them having obvious weight, like right, that right. Thomas the Tank Engine toy. He hit him with a ping pong paddle, and you're the right. ping pong paddle didn't break, but he's breaking through bulletproof glass. No, you're right. The science is off. Inconsistent mm. physics in this mm. movie. <laughs> 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 the movie was ruined. I just couldn't get into it. <laughs> I was just thinking about all of the... But they do say that atoms are 90% like empty space anyway, but and so it's look, like... That's not what they said. Know. They weren't saying that he changes on it atomic level they're saying he changes they change the density of his molecules they, they put the molecules closer together yeah they're still but he's still, still, still way the, the same yeah yeah i don't know i know i'm saying i'm i'm agreeing but it's like i i understand the concept of him shrinking and still being the same density is what i'm saying but then they didn't make that consistent throughout no he's more dense he is more dense so yes ants, well and then even the like ant is flying or carrying around this 200 pound guy yeah, I'm like they no, can the only ant carry would collapse, five The ant more. would collapse under its own weight if it blew up, <laughs> you know, to huge oh size. Oh my gosh, guys! <laughs> I feel like I need to wheel out a uh, a blackboard. We get the chalk, start doing some atomic equations. Let's swat this thing. You gotta figure this thing out. You don't have to follow science because it's ridiculous for some <laughs> fantasy movie. To follow science, but like I you set your science. own rules. <laughs> yeah, try to be consistent. You set your saying. own rules. You got to follow your own rules. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. The rules, the the physics within the universe have to uh, have to make sense with each other. Yeah, and sometimes they did contradictory. And I didn't really realize it until just now. I did re- do remember thinking he just hit him with a ping pong paddle, and the ping pong paddle didn't break. I thought at least the very least the ping pong paddle should have shattered like a home run derby bat. And, it should have. And then he goes flying into this thing. I feel like that would have been awesome. It would have been a terrible movie had they enforced all those oh, rules. Like this Thomas the Tank Engine just bouncing and people would be like, why is it bouncing? That doesn't make sense. It's very large. <laughs> it's, the, it's the same density as a tiny little You would little have Thomas the scene Tank with engine. the guy like flying off with the ping pong battle, paddle. You'd be like, oh, he went through it. That's so those are the moments right there. Like th- those types of moments, like whenever we do the Thomas the Tank the ant and yeah. like like I, like I said those are the moments where I was like Marvel Universe has jumped the shark we are like we are way past the realm of reality at this point and like that is that's just it's just made it funnier and it made it great it but, made it uh, funny but that's where I'm like just like just, they should have just like made just went all the way oh yeah like, tried don't if it's not gonna be grounded in reality don't ground it in reality yeah really, I guess you know? that's true that's a fair point that's a fair point I I always just wonder what um what Edgar Wright what parts remain of what his original kind well, of concept was, was? Like the structure still the same, story still the same. It's just like how they were going to do it and the the method in which they were going to shoot it. And so the story's it. still there, but not necessarily the directing. Yeah, and like you know, they brought in some Marvel guys, but they also brought in like Adam McKay and Paul Rudd to like you know work on the jokes and stuff like that. So I think they worked on the, a lot of the comedy. Um, you know, I don't know. It, okay, so. All the movies where Paul Rudd's in them, but he's not the main character. Like, if you pay attention, like in the background, he's always making weird faces or doing something weird. And I cannot wait to see that in like the next Avengers movie. <laughs> Him just like making weird faces while Thor's fighting some guy. <laughs> he's got to have the helmet up, though. I mean, so because he's got that uh, that mask on. Well, you, dude, they never wear their helmets. <laughs> I'm that surprised they even true. had Ant-Man have a helmet because, like, I understand why. You have to see, like, their emotional state via face. It's true. Didn't, uh, wasn't Tony Stark fighting the Hulk without his helmet in this past Last Avengers at one point? That's because Tony Stark gets paid a lot of money to be in the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't pay Robert Downey Jr. and not show his face. <laughs> well, like, you're fighting the Hulk. You can't take off your helmet. <laughs> his Iron Man time has went down significantly with every movie that he's done. 
like in the first Iron Man, there was like I think forty five minutes of like combined like Iron Man footage, yeah. and then in, in Iron Man two it was like thirty, and then it was like I mean Tony Stark time, FaceTime. No, I mean Iron Man. The time. suit time has gone oh, down because he wants he wa- his he, face. He scene. doesn't want to no. wear the suit. I see. Yeah, like, well, it, like I don't know if he wants to wear. He doesn't wear wear the suit, but I also think like if are we paying you know paying Robert Downey Jr. and you know this world class just amazing actor. Anybody to, could wear the suit. To have a CG him just running around right. in just a voiceover. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I know that it's in like the Avengers and That's Iron funny. Man 3. It was literally like 10 minutes, 12 minutes or something uh, of like Iron Man. Interesting, interesting observation. Well, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, well. you're right. Iron Man 3, he wasn't in that suit hardly at all. Well, and also like it. immediately on the – whenever he walks into like a room or fly, flew into a room in the Avengers 2, the suit was just immediately gone. You know, it's yeah. just like, oh, okay. <laughs> You he know? built a satellite. He even like walked out in, in Avengers One. He took the suit off to, to have that chat with Loki, um, up in the up mm-hmm. in the Avengers Tower. That's so. true. The to um, make a drink. There was a oh, an interesting quote. I think I read in Entertainment Weekly it was a um, interview with Chris Pratt regarding the galaxy, and he said, you know, like it was like the first week of shooting, and um, he's like he realized, oh, they don't want me necessarily for me. They need me to just be in this suit. Like because like we just we had spent like a week of me sliding around in this cave with this suit on and you hadn't even had any FaceTime or talked at all. And he was like, oh. <laughs> it's like it's not necessarily about me. This is about, you know, what they what Marvel wants. Yeah. Well they Which definitely like not they, at all true. I mean, I don't know. Like they definitely have their their things that they they want to do, and it's like who can blame them? Because like look at what they've created. Like right. look at the look at the they haven't had like you said you've bought, you've seen every single one, and it's like mo like a lot of them are are pretty darn good, and so I don't know. It's it they to this point you know they're they've been they've been on point. So why mess with that? That I guess mm-hmm. if you're uh, if you're coming in, I don't know. I disagree. I think it's just that they just you know they they know. Who's gonna go? Like I'm gonna. Go, everyone in this room is gonna go see him. Yep. Doesn't matter what they do. Right. You're still gonna go at see him. At this point, no. At this point, so yeah. At this no. point, they're not making movies to try to sell our tickets. They're making movies to try to sell Grandma's ticket or whoever else's ticket. Who's not gonna buy a ticket? Interesting. You know that that that's who they're making movies for. Essentially, you know nowadays, you know it's just like sure it's like I've given them my money, but it's just like but I'm I'm far from what I what I would say like necessarily proud of the body of work that they've you know put out. It's like sure I've had some fun flicks, but I still would not call any Marvel movie a, a great movie. Hmm. Except maybe Iron Man 1. I can kind I of disagree. agree with that. Like, they're they're good, fun movies, yeah. but they're not, you know, they're not like well, they're not great like, movies. Yeah, well, they're not like, you know, Oscar, you know, Oscar quality kind of dramas or anything, but they're not supposed to be. I mean, I think for whenever you look at the vast majority of this type of movie, like big action um movies they stand up like uh the avengers one like and avengers 2 i liked avengers 2 better than avengers 1 but it's like those movies stand up iron man the original iron man is the closest i think will come to like a um that just that awesome kind of movie and it's like like you said it's, it's a great great movie but i don't know it's like i don't think they're for that but i also think that they've had quite a few really solid movies. Like, I mean, and so I think that you do anything long enough and you're going to have like a flop or whatever, but we haven't hit that point yet. I mean, I kind of, symp- I, I see it both ways. I sympathize with this position and I started talking about this, um, with Captain America winter soldier where I'm like those movies specifically, not necessarily this one, Yeah, but do these movies stand on their own as good movies removed from the Marvel universe? 
I don't know. I don't that know they do. if they do. No, yeah, they don't. Only I said, the Iron I mean, Man I mean, I said the, 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 the con- like I said, we all enjoy the concept, and the concept is cool or whatever. And I guess honestly, for me, it's like I just honestly, I guess more so, it's the audience. Like, because there are a lot of people who really, really, really like the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. and I feel like the audience at large that these movies are being made for is not an audience that I agree with. I don't in, know. In I mean, ways. I, again, I think I, every time I go see one, I really enjoy myself, and so there's there's something to be said about that. And then, but I, I do agree with with the position of if you look at Captain America: Winter Soldier or any either of the Captain America movies, um, or even some of the Thor movies, it's like, is this a good movie in the genre that it proposes to be in? Well, for and instance, so even for this movie, think about this: is this a good heist movie? No. Probably a subpar I mean, heist right. movie. But is it a good Marvel heist movie? And the answer is yes. It's yeah. a great, you know, I, I thought this was like, this was as close to a great heist, Marvel heist movie that we will get. And it's like, I really appreciate it for mm-hmm. that fact. So it's, they're not mutually exclusive things to me. It's, it is, it is a joint thing where it's like, if you separate it, sure, but we don't have to because the Marvel cinematic universe does exist. And, uh, all of these movies don't exist in a vacuum by themselves. Right. And also, I mean, and so like, that's, that's what's different about all this stuff. It's like, we haven't had this before, you know, like for instance, let's take a TV show. We'll take a TV show and we'll look at it and evaluate it and rate it based on a season or the whole series or right. something like that. And I feel like that's what more like this is. These are just longer television episodes you know not in terms of quality or whatever but like it's just long you know installments in a larger thing and you kind of have to look at it as its whole and say is this good is this enjoyable what is this thing yeah that they're making yeah but i mean it's much easier to look at a tv show where you know if you have a bad episode you look to yeah. the next week rather than to the next year or it is two. that's very true i agree you know, i mean this you know it's it, weird it's you're just, right and i've never it, seen this before and it's a big investment from uh from an audience perspective because you look at even someone coming in now and it's like if you haven't start come from the beginning and started from the beginning or whatever you're looking at Marvel Civil War and it's like who are these characters you mm-hmm. know and so they, they you know Joss Whedon always said uh, that he tried to write his his installments in these things as if no one had seen anything other than Avengers 1 or and his and Avengers 2 like he wrote Avengers 2 thinking no one has seen anything besides Avengers and this and so that's why you didn't have all of this other backstory that's why whenever these characters show up they don't play big roles because he just assumed that nobody had seen it um and so, I mean, I, you're right. Looking at it like a season or whatever, it's a long season. You could look at it at phase one. We could we could talk about phase one and like review that. You could. This is the end technically. Yeah, which is of weird. Phase. Like, what is this? Phase two? Yeah, I think that's super weird. Like it does. You know, the, the phases don't even make sense anymore. The phase like phase one made sense where like okay, the end is Avengers. Okay, this caps it all off. You know, like we've seen them all come together now. Phase two. It was a mishmash of a bunch of weird stuff. Phase two, we ended with them coming together and teaming up again. And then we ended with Ant-Man, you know, and then this little... And Guardians of the Galaxy stuck in there. Like, it was phase two. I don't even understand the phases anymore. I think phase two was experimentation. I think that the the big theme there was like guardians of the galaxy was a big gamble so was this so was the uh, the daredevil tv show i mean like they're they're going out of their comfort zone as far as like just bigger better superhero team up movies because yeah. that's what phase one was all about it was all about hey here's the setup then we're gonna team up and now the phase two is about here's team up 
but then we're also going to have these weird experiments here and there um, to see if the audience is interested in these other things. And so I don't know what phase three is going to be about. It, it well, seems it's it's shaping up to be more about the big team ups. Like they're like just going to eliminate everything else. It's a mishmash of both because we have like we have supposedly three more Netflix series to come out. Um, we have the that's Black right. Panther movie. We have another Spider-Man movie. Doctor Strange. Um, Doctor Strange oh, movie. You know, that's like, right. A bunch of weird stuff. But then, yeah, we then we have. Um, it, oh, eventually we have Inhumans, but then we yep. also have you know the Civil War, Civil War, and we have the Avengers, uh, Infinity War, two installments of that. It's like see, I don't know. See, I, I think you guys are off in, in your in your thinking. I don't, I don't think it's ever going to get smaller again. I don't think it's ever going to get you know even after we get past the Infinity War or whatever, it's not going to back back down. It's like it's you know in in the same way that comic books aren't going to back back down. Like it's just going to keep getting bigger. It's just going to be more of. That it'll be a universe, and some movies will have these characters in it, and some movies will have these characters in it, and sometimes it'll be justified, and sometimes yeah. it won't, or whatever. Um, but it's it's just going to be that that much bigger, bigger thing, and it's always going to be. There's going to be more characters. There's going to be this stuff going on. There's going to be more one-liners, references to other things, you know, through movies. It's like it's just going to keep being a big, big thing, yeah. whether you kill off characters or not. Or yeah, and I guess I guess that's. I'm not saying it's not going to be big. I guess my my point is that it's. I think that the main characters after that point won't be the same. Like they can't because contracts will run up and, you know, Robert Downey Jr. won't want to, or won't want to do this anymore. And it, and so you're going to have to replace him with somebody. So it's either you replace him or you are bringing up the Ant-Mans and, uh, and, and bringing them in. So exactly. I mean, I, I don't think they'll re- replace Tony Starks or, uh, right. you know, people like that, you know, they, you know, they'll, 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 they might put people, new people in those suits. Right. But, other characters in those suits. Yeah. They're, they're, I don't think that they'll ever try to, you know, recreate no. who Thor is or recreate a Bruce, Bruce Banner or, you know, re, I mean, they have, yeah, they'll just they pass, have, they'll just they pass Milner or past, something. But I think with just the establishment that they're at now, I think that they're beyond doing mm-hmm. stuff of that, uh, unless, you know, freak somebody dies or, you know, something like that and they have to fill a role or whatnot. Right. But I think for the most part, they'll pass everything kind of down. Yeah. Are they going to do uh, – I want them to start getting into real weird stuff, and I'm hoping they will. Like, I want them to do, like, the Planet Hulk, like, what, at the Avengers 2 ending? They, mm-hmm. like, send mm-hmm. him uh, – they send him off in this jet. I'm like, so oh, this is kind of like – So Joss I mean, Whedon had – but- Joss Whedon had an interview, uh, and he was like – you know, he was like, I wasn't necessarily – he's like, I kind of wanted to imply that. He's like, and the studio was like, no, we don't, we don't have any plans for that movie. And he's like, so I just kind of like lightly implied it where it was like he's, you know, where he's sitting in this and he's gazing up at the star. And he's like, so it, it can end there. Like, it, you know, or they, they have the option if they want for him to go and do a Planet Hulk movie. You know, it's, but, mm-hmm. it's, it, but he said it, it's just kind of in their hands. He's like, I just kind of left that door open. Um, he's like, because I just wanted to leave that door open. And they were like, well, we see that you did this. We don't really have any plans for that. And he's like, that's okay. You don't mm-hmm. have to. Did you watch the uh, so. animated Planet Hulk? I have not. Um, it's awesome. Beta Ray Bill is in it. I will. Uh, I'll check out. Is it on Netflix or uh, do it, I just need to rent it somewhere? It was on Netflix or somewhere? like years ago. I don't know if it still is. It might it might be. There's a lot of Marvel stuff on there. Yeah. So does anybody have any final thoughts before we rate this thing? <sighs> I don't think so. Um, I hate rating systems because people's <laughs> ideas of rating systems are flawed. <laughs> so yeah, and and I guess like rating systems as a whole, like if you want to like just 
like you know, scroll down, look at the number or whatever. That's fine. But it's like it's the in it's the the long form thoughts that are kind of well. Important, I'm saying more so. people are just like with with like using a number scale. Like people's ideas of the number scale is all kind of different and skewed mm-hmm. because like take people like on a typical number scale. You know, you somebody would say label something one one to ten. Now, if anybody. In any, in any, no matter what you're rating, if somebody puts something like below, like a six point five, then they're like, oh, then that's that's a bad rating. Right, it's a terrible rating. But it's like, look at numbers. Okay, a five. Well, should I've be said a before. Medium. Yeah, should I've be said a very before. Middle of the ground movie. It should never be ashamed to have like a five on right, something. Right, right, right. But if you throw a five out on something, then it's just like, oh, well, that must be a terrible movie. So here's my rubric. Like whenever I and I've, we had this discussion back at uh, Terminator Genesis review a couple episodes ago. My rubric is always like the five is like five and above is like. Hey, I'm glad I saw this movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And in yeah. a five and below is like this nah, is garbage. I'm really not. I'm really not garbage. But it's like I'm really See, that's not. What I'm trying to get out. I'm really that not anything, sure that a 4. I saw 5 that. Five doesn't necessarily mean garbage. Okay, maybe not as garbage. Okay, it does like in three popular below, opinion. Three, but right. by three the and below scale, should be garbage. That should not mean. Yeah, it's, the reason the rubric is messed up is because. If you got a fifty percent on a test, yeah, uh, that's true. You failed the hell out of that test. <laughs> yeah. that's, that is very true. That's why the rubric that is, is screwed. That up. is very much the reason because yeah. people look at you know a number scale of one to ten and they instantly think about grades and they Percentage. think well anything below a seven is you know is bad. You is know? bad. And I can't, I no, can't do I mean that. I, I. But I, I always when just kind of look at something as a seven. That's already like pretty solid. That's yeah. already pretty good. If ten's the best that there is, like man, seven's pretty good. Yeah, I like, agree uh, with you. And for degree, you know, we can go into you can go into decimals. If, or whatever, if you want, but it's like, just, but again, it was just a long disclaimer that I had to throw yeah, out. Yeah, I. But we, again, we should move to an alphabetical system with pluses <laughs> and minuses. <laughs> with pluses and minuses, I like it. That's actually just a, a five point scale. Chris. No, no, no. Then you're, then you're just getting back into the numbers again. I was thinking about it. Like, there's also like context because yeah, my rating, right. my rating, like my Marvel rating for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an eight out of ten. Yeah, but my mm. normal rate, like my Movie rating See, I for don't it. like the whole Marvel rating. Yeah, I don't either. Thing. I was having the discussion earlier today, and someone well, was like, so I'm like, you know, well, just you like to... I don't like what John was talking about earlier about like, oh, was it good for Marvel or was it good? good well, for I mean, not? I just don't, I just don't think they're mutually exclusive. It doesn't change the number. The number is is I what think it is. That it should be a good movie right. or not a good right. movie. You I agree. With try that. and make a good movie or not a good movie. Not cop out on. I agree with that. Well, it's already in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so it's already kind of cool. What about ranking it against <laughs> other Marvel Cinematic Universe movies? See, you could stack that up, but I feel like the you know whatever your whatever your number is should you know should should fall in there. We've had a. This is a huge discussion about mm-hmm. ratings, but mm-hmm. again, five is like I'm glad I watched this. Mo- five and above is I'm glad I watched this movie. For me, this is just me. Okay. Um, and then five and below is like, uh, I you know as you get down there, it gets really like you said, like in, into the one is like the garbage movie one or whatever. Is like, but it offended me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think like I think I like you out. get to a, Transformers two gets a one. You get to a one or a two, and it's like if so it was Spider-Man on DVD, 3. I would have. I would have maybe just turned it yeah, off. Yeah, at what level do you turn it off? Yeah, at what level do you walk out of the movie? Or like, or, you know, I guess a four or probably like a no. three. A three is where I just don't want to watch the middle of the movie, but I skip to the end. Like a one, I don't even care. I just am done. Yeah, I would say you'd have to get hilarious. done to like two or one round before you're like walking out. Right. Right. Stuff. No, I think one is like the I'm done. Know, I'm like, not gonna. I don't want to know what happens. Some force. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I've sat through some stuff. But I will turn things off though if I'm not into it. Like if I'm right. if, it's just, if I haven't gone to the theater. Yeah, but watching it at home and in the theater is a totally different. You know, that's true. You walk out of it a is. three, but like a one, 
you stay and you make fun of the movie <laughs> <laughs> to its face. That's that's a fair point. Well, I also think you know while the while the number scale doesn't matter in this instance, there are different moods that you can be in that it will enhance or detract from like a watching a viewing experience. You mean you the know? newer is always better mood? No, well, like as in like <laughs> oh, well, I'm just seen it before? I'm I'm just chilling today, you know, or like hey, I'm sick and there's just a movie on, and I'm gonna watch <laughs> it, and it, I enjoyed it while I was sick. It wasn't a good oh. movie, but I enjoyed it while I was sick, you know. That so, sort of thing. So, if you get points for that, then Joe Dirt. Like, I don't think there's points for that. <laughs> now Joe we Dirt know it's like an eleven out of ten. <laughs> there's so I have this weird thing like if I watch things whenever I'm sick, I never want to watch them again. You do <laughs> because because then it's just like oh I'm sick. Like ugh. didn't you do that to a video game? No, I play video games like that too. I'll play a video game like halfway through while I'm sick. Because I'm at home on the couch, and then I'll never play it again. Because I'm like, well, I was sick. Nah, man. Reminds me of a dark time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so if we were to hypothetically put some kind okay, of number on this thing, <laughs> what would we put on it? All right. <laughs> Who's ready? Does anybody, anybody. want to go first? What? I'll go 5.5 then. Okay. Cody? I was going to give it a uh, 7 regular scale. <laughs> 7 regular scale. Okay. Eight on a Marvel scale. Okay. <laughs> I give it a, uh, considering everything, I give it a, a good 7.5. That's exactly what I was going to give it was a 7.5. Yeah. That's kind of between the regular scale and Marvel scale. Yeah. <laughs> that's just an this average. Is my, this is my, that's just my gut instinct. Chris's movie scale. You know, and uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, that's that's what you, well, it's what I'm going with. So yeah, yeah. It's like point, the, point two Mad Max. The only point movie. Point two Mad Maxes. <laughs> On a Mad Max scale, oh on, a, on, a, on a scale of Joe Dirt to Mad Max, where does this? Fit? That's not like it, it it's has not to even be a like scale. like because Joe Dirt's awesome and Mad Max is awesome. Okay. I don't understand. Right. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, I don't understand your rubric, Chris. Your rubric is on a, strange. On a scale, on a scale of, from the from view the first, to the, Mad Max, the first Tron to Mad Max. I'm liking Chris's rubric. I think we have to list at least four movies when we give an opinion on another movie. We have to give a whole arc. Uh, well, this is a ten. This is a seven. This is a five this is a three this one this movie that we just watched was here <laughs> right in between the prestige and snow dogs yeah it's <laughs> always <laughs> when, you, <laughs> when you mention the prestige like that makes me want to like bump my regular rating down to six See, that's what i'm saying dude when there's a movie like, that, like prestige that exists out in the world and then cannot be a 7.5 <laughs> be anywhere near 2.5 I away agree with you change my prestige. change my rating <laughs> change my rating down to 6 that's we, John and I have talked to us about this before. We need to oh, we go back through and like get all of our ratings and yeah. like figure out where we've been rating things. Yeah, stack it up because we can so we can squarely place things. Yeah, I'm not going to remember like you know a few movies yeah. back. But well, I need and to maybe there's an, my ratings that I've given because I'll probably change them all. So may, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, maybe there's an, an asterisk after every single one. I feel like maybe there's an entire uh, an entire episode where we go through the list and then like Dude, that and, sounds amazing we and should rip do that. it apart. Basically, See, and, the worst part about this and is and I have to go listen to all these episodes now and find the ratings <laughs> have you guys been doing like the ign scale like, like it's like everything uh, it's is like, over seven 
Oh, or it's like, oh, this is good, bad, very bad, or, you know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We could do that. I mean, but I think we could just, basically, you look at the entire list of, of movies that we've reviewed, it's probably only what, I mean, it's, we've had 114 I mean, episodes, it's probably only like, like 25. 20. I was going to say, it can't be more than 20, 25. Probably 25. Uh, but like, it's because we did November movie month, so that we did like four in last year in one month, and so it might be a decent number, but it's like... I definitely think we could we could break down the list and, and create an order here and like actually rip apart each review. So I think your listeners would really love like a statistics based episode. <laughs> like we can do the computations. I want to see like the, a, a see Khan a Academy type <laughs> breakdown Solve for X. Solve you, have for a lot, X. you have a lot of faith in their listeners. As All right, as guys. Uh, <laughs> this is <laughs> mathematical levels. This is taking a uh, taking a left turn here, uh, Chris. I'm counting them. Oh, oh you're talking. counting them. Okay, so. I do want to go ahead and, and throw a shout out to awesome listener Patrick, uh, who is uh, getting married this weekend. Um, uh, to to Chris, so best wishes and uh, and congrats. Hey, congrats, Patrick. Um, but yeah, how many is it? Are you counting? I'm, I'm in the midst of counting. What are you up to? Five. <laughs> oh Let's, this this is this is not okay. okay. Uh, this later. number is what, not on this podcast. What episode <laughs> are you on? Yeah, we're going to be recording the next podcast before you have figured this out. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have numbers for I'll have statistics for you next week. <laughs> Better be a spreadsheet. <laughs> I want to see it's an Excel spreadsheet. I want to see I want to see Excel. projected growth. <laughs> Projected gro- of, of what? The review score? Mo- I don't movie know. Movie ratings better be projected growth. <laughs> it better be going, going up. down. <laughs> oh, you want them going down. No, no, I want the ratings to be going up okay, eventually. Up. Yeah. <laughs> the movies need to be, be better. better. Line <laughs> graphs. <laughs> what did we give plots? Terminator? I cannot remember. Uh, we gave Terminators. It was squarely in the six. I think so straight up six. Like it was a six, but I think the stipulation was that if you don't like any of the Terminators and don't like that universe, oh yeah, it will be a three. Like which, way way lower, yeah, yeah, yeah way yeah. lower. We, and we I think we that. said the same thing about TMNT, the original movie. Oh, we, gosh, we gave that, that one, uh, we gave that one a squarely in the sixes, but then we said you if that thing's trash, no, 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 yeah, no see, like we should. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We need to go back and revisit this. But it was there was the stipulation of if you're if you really are like forgiving no, of Ninja Turtles no, things, it's a six. But if it's but I. I really don't think it is. Like I haven't gone back to see it, but rolling through that movie in my head, Man, I can't I imagine know. it I don't being. I want to go back and do this. It's I can't like imagine a, it like being a, better. That one's like a three. For me. I have a bunch of regrets. Here <laughs> <laughs> my life. No, no, no. They're gonna say, "Hey, old man Chris, what kind of regrets do you have?" Oh, <laughs> no, no, all no, those no. ratings I gave those movies. You're solving <laughs> for. Here's the thing. You're solving for that in this one episode. You're you're atoning for all of the uh, oh. all of the bad things you've you've done it's over like the rating system. It's like five hail Mary. <laughs> Exactly right. <laughs> you have to adjust like five movie ratings. <laughs> yep, I like it. I like it. It's right. five Hill Hydras. <sighs> it's just five. <laughs> <laughs> I want to clap. I like it, but I feel like it'd be really loud. We'll get a clapping sound effect going. Yeah, 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 I like it. Let me me drop a marker. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you both for being on the show. We really appreciate it. So much fun. Always good times. Uh, Cody was, no, wait, Jared was very excited whenever he heard that Cody was going to be there. I'm always excited. I was also excited when I heard I was going to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) See, classic, classic one-liners like that, man. That's why we love it. (laughs) Yes. Um, So thank you for being, we're, uh, where can we do you you're at J Pinions on Twitter? Uh, I, I sort of can, uh, so <laughs> occasionally can we find you anywhere online, Cody? Or are you have just completely I'd really off the grid? rather you not? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you can, 
Uh, <laughs> don't search for Cody on the on the, on the web. I want to be sought out. I just wanted them to really seek me out. I don't want it to be easy to find. You know, you want to find just me. Send, uh, send your emails. <laughs> you know that well, Where's Waldo thing? That's Jared. <laughs> send send your emails Waldo. and like a photo of yourself to Chris, <laughs> and he will filter them over to me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes. Uh, headshots only. We please. want we want snail mail uh, for Cody. Just it's. Uh, <laughs> we'll forward it. Yeah, we'll forward it on. Send it to- All right. You can find me online at John Wright seven 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 on Twitter and Chris Wright two five zero. You can find us at StayOnTargetPodcast.com and at StayOnTargetPod on Twitter next week. Hopefully. What are we doing? Do we Arkham Night Review. Arkham Night Review. So we were supposed to do that this week, but then we realized the Ant-Man was this week yes. um, and has been on the books for uh, for months, mm-hmm. and so we couldn't pass that up. So yeah. uh, Next yeah. week, Pixels comes out. I don't want to see that movie, I don't want to see that either. Do you want to see that movie? Does I anyone want to see, see that movie? movie? No. That we looks could, stupid. We yeah, have... I totally don't want to see that movie. <laughs> Gosh, I wasn't going to go see it. <laughs> we, can, we can have a call-in. If you want to call into the show, Cody's we can, we can have a call-in. Yeah, maybe just come back next week. Go <laughs> see it. Yeah. Then come back and talk about we it. Can, it's we called can, My Happy us. Medicines Podcast. Oh, man. So Arkham Knight Review probably next week. Yeah, we will not be reviewing Pixels. I'm sorry. Yep. Um, I'll be reviewing it. <laughs> Over on, on whatever like you know message board that he decides to post anonymously yeah, on. You just told everyone that you, you don't want anyone web. to find you online, but you're going to review it somewhere. I'll get it to them. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, so uh, you can check that out next week. Um, that's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.